Haha. <laughs> yes. Dude. I'm so ready. Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming review incoming. Now guys, this is a this is the spoiler part of the show. If you have not seen Spider-Man and you do not want to be spoiled, stop. If you don't care about spoilers, hey, we're glad we're happy to have you. <laughs> Come on aboard. But now, prepare to have the movie totally shattered. We'll break the movie down in just a minute. Now, Sean, what is your heartfelt spoiler review of the movie in a nutshell? Here we go, man. I want to put this as my favorite Spider-Man of all time. I want to. And I may eventually put it <coughs> as my favorite Spider-Man movie of all time. It may be just nostalgia that's holding me back because I freaking love Spider-Man 2. Well, you know, is it is it Spider-Man or is it Raimi? It's Raimi. It's Raimi. It's Edward Mung or yeah, Alfred Alfred, Alfred 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 Molina. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Alfred Molina. You throw me the idol, I throw you the whip. Dude, you gotta admit, you that is Doc Ock. If we was to take Doc Ock from the page to the screen, I really think it's Alfred Molina. Oh it, yeah. It, it's perfect. You know, there, there's those perfect castings. People always oh well, you know, Heath Ledger as the Joker. Oh, that was absolutely incredible. Alfred Molina as Doc Ock was awesome. Now, we're here to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. I freaking love well, this movie. Well, compare yeah. and contrast is not a bad thing, but... Right, but, you know, a lot of people. A lot, a lot, a lot. Best, you know, Spider-Man to be on screen ever. And I will admit, when it comes to Spider-Man... Tom Holland nails it. Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man of all time. Spider-Man is greater than Tobey Maguire and greater than Andrew Garfield. No disrespect to them. I think they both did pretty well for what they had at that time. But Tom oh, yeah. Holland is my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, Tobey Maguire did a great job in the movies he was in. You know, throw out Spider-Man 3 and we're all fine with Tobey Maguire. Andrew Garfield was a great Peter Parker and a good Spider-Man in a badly written series. Um, but, you know, there was real potential for him to be great. And I think he was, he acted it great. It's just the movie around him wasn't as good as he was. Um, because, because nobody's had a movie around him like Tom Holland. Oh. This, this was amazing. The, the start of this movie, when we get to see, you know, Spider-Man vlogging, basically, for you get to see Civil War vlogged, you know, hey, I'm Spider-Man, this is a vlog, I'm about to, oh my god, dude, I was so excited. It was just so incredible. What the hell? That dude's big now. I gotta go. <laughs> oh. Well, let's, if we're gonna break, start into the movie, let's start it out right. The very opening scene starts in the past. Right yep. after uh, Avengers, uh, the attack on New York, and uh, Adrian Toomes, uh, Michael Keaton, is hired to start the cleanup. You know, is contracted yeah. to uh, uh, pick up New clean York. That mess up. Absolutely, and of course, who rolls in but Damage Control? Ah, oh, we have Damage Control. That's so great. Uh, did you ever own any Damage Control comics? I did not. Uh, they were at the Acts of Vengeance storyline, 
and uh, they were pretty funny. I mean, it was a throwaway book. Uh, it, it it lasted, you know, that one. I think there's like twelve. Well, not twelve issues, like eight issues or something like that. But uh, to see that in the Marvel Universe was absolutely hilarious. And of course, it's Tony Stark cleaning up. So uh, yeah. he's getting paid to be- <laughs> clean up the clean mess up that they mess. made. Yeah. And of course, so, yeah, uh, uh, the Vulture is not not happy about this. And he's a literal vulture. He's a scavenger. He is a guy picking up all the crap. And that's that's really great writing there. I mean, it's a really neat hook. And, of course, uh, they keep some of the stuff. They keep the alien tech. And we move on to the future, into the vlogging of uh, uh, Peter Parker going to Germany to fight Captain America. Oh, so awesome. We we get the return of Happy Hogan. I loved it. John Favreau, Happy Hogan. This was his best since Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man two hey, or this? I I don't know. I don't know which is my favorite. Let me ask you, who's one of the smartest directors in the world? I think I'll write myself into into this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But but really, it, it I don't know which Happy Hogan story I like better, this or Iron Man Two. It, it's just a toss up because he was awesome in this movie. That that was a private conversation. It was really hard for me to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> loved it, absolutely oh loved it. Um, of course, you know Peter ends up in a cab. He vlogs, he vlogs, he vlogs, and then. Uh, the vlog goes to a live version of what he's doing, talking to Tony Stark. That's where the movie takes over. Um, he's letting him out after the uh, after Civil War has happened, and t- gives him the suit and tells him good luck. And him figuring and, and let's not skip over the part that this movie is an absolute great high school movie. Um, oh yeah, Peter, uh, when I talk about the John Hughes influence. It really felt John Hughesy. It, it it's the perfect melding of a John Hughes and a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Well, now you've brought that up. Is there any particular spots that uh, uh, echo to like Breakfast Club or something like that for you? Well, uh, the exact scene of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Well, I with, mean, okay, with, that's with, a little on with, the nose. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is literally playing on a TV in the background of the scene where Spider-Man is doing a yard-to-yard jumping around because guess what? Oh, when Spider-Man is in suburbia, there's no buildings to swing off of. And trees are shit to swing off of, by the way. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's just so awesome. Yeah, the the first scene of where he does the thwip and the web just goes flying into nowhere. And then he runs uh, across the golf this course. Sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It's oh, so that's, good. That's absolutely great. Um, the uh, uh, the equipment, like so. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The vulture and his crew, uh, which consists of some bad guys that we know, uh, yeah. have been harvesting and developing weapons based on Chitari tech. I, yeah. And uh, like the shocker shows up and. Shocker 1 and Shocker 2. Shocker 1 and Shocker 2. And, of course, those gauntlets he's using are the gauntlets from uh, Civil War. They're, um, what's his face? Uh, oh, Crossbone. Crossbone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, electrified, of course. And then, mm-hmm. you know, a couple other things. Like, I thought that was the anti-gravity gun. 
<laughs> that's so awesome. That is great. Uh, that's why we get Shocker 2. Um, and the Tinkerer is in there. Uh, yeah, man. Scorpion is in there. Of course, uh, Prowler. The Prowler is in there, who I did not know this until the movie, uh, is a relative of another superhero who is mentioned. Not by name, but Just by nephew. by relation. Absolutely. Yes. Um, which which is really exciting, Sean. I'm just babbling. What what are your thoughts on, I, I on what do you want to pick out know. of this? It, it's so huge. I don't know where to take the. I can say this when when I walk out of the theater, I finally think Marvel has a bad guy. Nobody can talk smack about because Michael Keaton does such a good job as the vulture this is not a pushover bad guy this this bad guy is personal this bad guy takes it to a whole new level because he's the first one where he i think he gets real you know that's what makes their their battle so huge is the fact that we find out after adrian tombs has been built up to be this Horrible guy, horrible guy, horrible guy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you going to do that right now? I was thinking about it just because I want to talk about Michael Keaton. Uh, well, I mean, the scene. You got you to gotta unroll the scene first. Ugh. That's so good. It is. It is. Um, what, what Ricky is wanting me to unveil or slowly unveil... <laughs> Well, it, now, it, it, now it, I feel now I feel kind of sexy. Hmm. Oh well, um, you know you you get all this high school story of Peter being an actual awkward teenager. The way that if you read the comics, you know Peter Parker didn't have fun in high school. Really, no. He he, he only became the cool guy when he put on that Spider Man suit. He, he his attitude changed, his confidence changes. When he doesn't have that, I thought Tom Holland nails the stuttering, kind of messed up genius that's socially awkward that it, it's done perfectly. Well what do you it, think it about really, the high school stuff? What what about Ned? How do you feel about Ned? Ned is awesome. <laughs> I freaking love Ned. The guy in the chair. I wanna be the guy in the chair. I wanna be the guy in the chair. Can I put the uh, mask on? Uh, I freaking ve- love Ned. Very early um, on, of course, you know, and and he says it. He says it right there. Hey, I'm going to come to your house and help put this together. And uh, you know, he had made it just like, oh yeah, okay. So uh, Spider-Man rolls in, sneaks into his room. Ned's sitting right there. You're the Spider-Man. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh yeah. That was so great. And uh, you know, any other. I'm not sure just anybody could have pulled that off because, you know, he's sitting there almost exposing him at, at four or five different turns. That could get really annoying with another actor. But I think this kid who's playing Ned did a really great job. He's really charismatic. Um, a kid you feels like a real kid you'd know in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could name who that kid was at, at, at my school. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say that actor is Jacob Battleland. I think okay, that's yeah. how you spell And uh, um, Peter's girl problems. Um, you know, MJ, uh, well, Mary Jane and, and uh, uh, Gwen Stacy are not in this movie. There, were, there, there are some get, named people. 
You get Betty Brant. Betty's in there. That, that's right. You, yeah. Let's talk about this. Um, now, you talking about Zendaya? Zendaya? No, no, because I, I think no, no, no. That it, I don't think that's correct. I think because she that's not her name. Her name is Michelle, and I know they say MJ. That doesn't mean. Right. Oh, I, I, I guarantee you they're testing the waters to see how that is. They can really easily care. in the next movie go, oh, well, coincidence. I mean, because Mary Jane's name is Mary Jane, so. Dude, I don't care. This is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This isn't the Marvel Comic Universe. So <laughs> they can change it up how they want because this movie was that great. Let them do, we, we, we've said it before, let Marvel do what Marvel wants to do until they screw it up, and that hadn't happened yet. Well, so I'm just going to keep trusting them. Let me tell you a point I didn't like. I didn't like Flash Thompson at all because um, that kid could have just as easily been football captain jock guy, but they went and uh, Fantastic Four Doctor Doom's a hackered him. Did not like that at all, and and I understand. Well, that's more how. Uh, uh, bullies are these days and blah 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 that's not Flash Thompson (laughs) you could have taken that same actor put a a varsity jacket on him and have him be smart not a problem but but it it did bother me can we say that he he does have a crush and her name is Liz he Peter has his first couple encounters with the vulture and then and sees who he is yeah sees his face the we get the ferry boat scene, which wow. is absolutely great. That set piece is, and it's the Staten Island ferry. I mean, it's not yeah. just a boat; <laughs> it is the Staten Island ferry. Yeah. The the chemistry, like we can talk about this, the the chemistry between Tom Holland and RDJ is off the charts. Robert Downey Jr. is in this movie just enough. Yeah. He's he's not in it enough to steal any one scene. He does not steal any scene whatsoever, honestly. He is in there as a catalyst to move the movie along and to build, you know, that bond that he has with Peter Parker. And I I, I love the first setup they do with Peter's first encounter with the vulture. He he takes him way up in the air. And drops him, and Peter ends up in a lake, and Iron Man comes to save him, or so he thinks. It, it's just a remote-controlled suit. Tony's not there. Uh, so, after the ferry incident, there's this great scene where uh, Peter is like, well, if you, care, if you cared, you'd be here. And, of course, the suit opens up, and Tony steps out of the suit. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love that scene because Tom Holland like staggers backwards like oh crap he's here he he's really here and I really messed up oh yeah and he and... was in full rate I mean he was in a great scene of of passion you know he was angry and upset and you know this and that and his reaction to that is just absolutely perfect oh I, I thought it was perfect scene for them and then of you course know, he loses the suit yeah he loses his suit. He he gets the he gets the high school blues, but he decides to ask Liz to homecoming. Now, uh, before before we get there, I know I keep I keep uh, holding you back. Um, uh, what did you think about the scene with Karen? I like Karen. 
I think uh, Jennifer Connelly is pretty cool because, you know, she's married to Paul, Paul Bettany, Bettany yeah. in real life. And Paul Bettany started out as a voice. Jarvis. And and, and, and now she started out as a voice, but, which is uh, funny. Uh, my, you know, somebody pointed out that that whole scene is so great because you, uh, Peter, Spider-Man is always talking to himself, always making exposition because I mean, he's street level. He's on his own. He's not a part of a team. He's just Spider-Man and putting her there so he could talk to her just in that whole, you know, where he's in the middle of this government damage control facility locked in and he has to spend this whole 36 minutes <laughs> talking yeah. to which which is a funny joke. Uh, it wasn't actually 36 minutes, but um I, I thought it was great and, and really well done. Um of course getting to where where you're going with this, the um Liz he asked her out the way that scene plays out and I, I wanted to speak now do you just want to do it or because I do want to speak to it go for it man go for it so uh, you know where you were was he asked her out he gets ready you know he's going to prom he, he goes and he goes to Liz's house which he's been to before at the party but had to leave he gets to the door rings the doorbell door opens now, before we get anywhere, now Liz, of course, is is a person of color. She she is. Uh, well, you you assume that she's African American. Yeah, you, you you could assume that she is African American. The door opens. It's Adrian Toomes. It's Michael Keaton. And so, first thing, don't know anything about it. Your brain, being a human brain, goes to, oh my God, he's in the house. He has her. This is wait a minute. You're kind of, you know, your brain starts cycling about what's going on here. And then it starts clicking. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know, he invites him in, doesn't know who he is. There's Liz, and there's her mom. You know, Adrian Toomes is the dad. You're like, oh, duh. Duh. I'm stupid. <laughs> but that's. Yeah. That's how it played for me. Like, oh, it was genuine surprise, genuine shock, and and I wasn't the only one in the theater that was like, oh no, wait, <laughs> nothing's going on. He's not doing anything. Why isn't he not doing anything? I don't know, man. I didn't get that feel out of it. I just immediately got the punch in the gut, like, oh crap, the vultures are dead. Right. That, yeah, it, it was awesome. Uh, I thought that's what that's the turning point where he became an even better bad guy for me. The the part where, you know, Michael Keaton, Adrian Toomes, Vulture, he stepped it up a notch right there because now it's personal. Now we have a common interest. We have, you know, your daughter, the girl I like, she's the common connection between Spider-Man and the Vulture and... You know, Spider-Man instantly makes that connection, and Vulture's not too far off from oh making that gosh. connection because so, yeah, he takes him to the to the homecoming, and on the way there, figures uh, it out. Well, I mean, he doesn't have a clue, and and Peter's sitting there, you know, okay, okay, but Liz starts talking, 
and Liz is talking about, oh yeah, Peter, uh, pa- Peter's Spider-Man's friend. He knows him. Blah blah blah. Lucky he showed up. You know, Peter, where were you during this? And and Michael Keaton, the expressions on his face. I mean, he's so, acting so great. I mean, you could tell what's going on behind those eyes. And the moment the realization happens, you know, you absolutely know. And then she gets out of the car. And he's like, well, I, we'll be there in a second, honey. I'm going to have a man-to-man talk with, with uh, Peter here. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, where is this going? And that talk is probably one of the most villainous things I've seen in a Marvel movie besides uh, Loki's when Loki talks to uh, uh, the Black Widow in Avengers. Yeah, I can say that. I, I can see that uh, definitely. Ah. Uh. But this was, you know, I mean, he's mad. He's, I will kill you. I will kill everybody you love because that's what I will do for my family. It's so good. Michael Keaton just nailing this role perfectly of the evil villain. Uh, like I said, that after that scene right there is where you went, well, Marvel stepped it up a notch. They got tired of being called, you know, Wussy bad guys. And it's uh, the daggum vulture, though. It's it's the vulture. You can't oh. you can't do the vulture. He's the joke one. You can do Mysterio before you can do the joke the vulture. Who not, who not you're gonna him. get to play the vulture? Oh yeah. And Marvel's like, it, just here you go, sit guys. Sit back and watch. <laughs> sit back and watch. We uh Guardians of the Galaxy, point. that'll never work. A talking raccoon. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Dude, from this part, we can, you know, the the movie definitely follows the typical uh, course of action, you know. Uh, they know who each other are. They're going to start feeling it out. We, we move on to the battle scene, you know. Uh, Spider-Man confronts Vulture head face-to-face, just straight up. Hey, I don't have a fancy suit, but I'm here to beat you down. And we get to see how strong this, you know, Spider-Man is. E- each iteration that we've have of Spider-Man has had a different, you know, strength level. You know, maybe one has natural web shooters, the other one has homemade web shooters, the other ones can, you know, do this and do that. This Spider-Man gets a whole building dropped on him, and straight out of one of your comics you bought. Yeah. Ah, uh, I don't have that in front of me right now. I don't think. But but the scene, the scene taken straight out of the comic is is Peter, of course, lifting all this mass that's on top of him that he doesn't think he can lift. Uh and it's it's done absolutely pitch perfect. Um, it, it, it's great. It's it's one of the best things I've seen of a Spider-Man in in cinema. Um. And then, of course, we get some Easter eggs uh, because the Vulture's big score that he's talking about the whole movie that he doesn't want to do, that he finally has to do, <coughs> is raiding the Avengers jet that's that's leaving uh, uh, Avengers Tower. To go to Avengers Compound. <laughs> that that has uh, a Hulk, a name-checked Hulkbuster armor in it. Not because now the armor in... Age of Ultron is never called Hulk, Hulkbuster. It's called Veronica. 
Yeah, Veronica. But he name checks the Hulkbuster armor. He name checks, almost name checks, uh, Thor's belt from Norse mythology. And, and I am not going to try to pronounce that. Neither does he. <laughs> and uh, so arc reactors are packed in there. Which, prototype Captain America shield. Prototype Captain America shield is name checked. And now, that's very funny because those arc reactors... Why does he have a bunch of those? And that picture of Tony Stark showed up with a hole in his shirt for an arc reactor. Hmm. I don't know, man. Hmm. I don't know. No Infinity Gym in this movie, though. Sorry, guys. No. But, dude, this this Spider-Man fight scene that we get when, you know, the Vulture tries to break into the jet and Spider-Man's hot on his heels, uh, this is so good. The the jet going invisible like the the carriers did, it it's just awesome. I, I freaking love this fight scene and the fact that you know if Spider Man falls, th- this is it for our hero. There's, you know, he's not in a fancy Stark suit. He's in the homemade suit right now, fighting a true villain. And they're, you know, how many, ever many thousands of feet up in the air right now. It's awesome. Yeah, they're flying over New York and, and <laughs> land in Coney, land in Coney Island. Um, yeah. Man, that final, that final scene, of course, where he, you know, saves Vulture from himself, basically, ends up in a good place. The good feeling. The, the end of the movie where he goes and gets invited to the, uh, the Avengers compound and that suit, dude. <laughs> Let's talk Iron about that suit. suit. Well, not that because it, 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 of course, it was invoking the Iron Spider suit because of Civil right. War. But that suit was one of two things. He's either going to wear that in Infinity War in space or two, yeah. that's going to be Miles Morales' suit. I I think, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we get Amadeus Cho and we actually get Iron Spider. Oh, out of Ultimate? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've watched that with Logan. I know what you're talking about. I was like, what? What? The Hulk? What? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get Amadeus Cho maybe in the second Spider-Man movie and maybe he gets to, you know, because that is incredible. Oh, the ending to this movie, very good. Pepper Potts. We get Pepper. Pepper's back. Hooray. Gwyneth Paltrow decided to bless the Marvel Universe with her presence again. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, that was great. That press conference thing was great. And that played very well. Tony being Tony. Uh, Now, what did you think of the Captain America appearances in the movie itself? Captain America appearances were very hilarious throughout the... You know, movie reminded me of, you know, watching Arnold Schwarzenegger give me a gym speech or, you know, uh, Michael Jordan give me a gym speech, you know, back when the president's challenge was something that you did in high school each year. They always had those motivational videos that they showed you before, you know, president challenge week or whatever we did. Yeah, I think he's a war criminal now, but whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, it was so good. I love the one, so you got detention. <laughs> oh, the Stan good. Lee scene. We didn't talk about the Stan Lee scene. Oh, oh that's, that, was, that was hilarious. 
where he the guy's breaking into the car and he's like, It's, it's my his... car <laughs> And the yes. alarm's going off and everybody's yelling, I'm sorry like he's really neighborhood Spider Man. He's we... in Queens. Before we go to the post credit scenes and what they mean, I do have some negatives that I don't or maybe you should help explain something because the the big thing that stuck out in this movie that made this Spider-Man different from all the others is did this one even have a spider sense? Yes, but I mean they just didn't they just didn't name check it or call it out or you know the other movies well, it was so heavy on them you know, showing his eye, and scene. then, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they just still, they just didn't do it. I mean, of uh, course, uh, and Kevin Feige, you know, came out and said, yeah, of course he has Spider-Sense. We just didn't focus on it. I mean, everybody, well, just like we did, just like they didn't show his origin, because we don't need it, we know right. he has Spider-Sense. Well, my only I mean, thing it's not even a question to is, me. Is I'm pretty sure he would have known that Ned was in his room. Well, I mean, his spider sense tells him if there's danger. Like, it's not like, well, oh, about... the, the toast is about to burn. Well, I mean, okay, how about Vulture picking him out of the sky? Well, he should have been able to sense that. Well, that is true. I, I'm just saying they're, they're, this movie does have some miscues. I, I think, you know, he's running along those rooftops he is in a very heightened sense. He is focused on this van. You would think all his spider abilities would be at tip top, top notch ability, and Vulture picks him out of the air like a rat. It, it was one of the scenes that I'm like, uh, dude, you should have at least seen that coming. You're Spider Man. Yeah, but he was mid jump. I mean, wasn't he? He's still Spider Man. He could flip that around and web shooter his eyes in a heartbeat. Uh, I don't know. Maybe nerd. I'm too much. I'm putting a little too much on my nerd. Spider-Man. Shame. Yeah. Oh, how but, dare you decry this movie? Shame. Hey, I'm just trying to be fair because I know a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like, "Listen to those two Marvel boys." Oh my goodness, Sean. Sean, we we're we're a comic book nerd podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. I know, but I guarantee you there'll be some DC people that are like, mm-mm-mm. You hear them? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's, oh, at that's, least we're patient. That's right. Um, we move to the post-credit scenes. We get introduced to one more new character that I hope we will be seeing soon. What new character? And Well... Well, I guess he was on the boat. We get introduced to the Scorpion. Oh, okay. I was like, no, no, no. What? What? <laughs> Did I miss something? No, the No, he the was there. Credit. He was there. True, for like half a second, and then he got chunked in the water. No, he was in the warehouse. He was in every scene in the warehouse. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. But either way, he, he, he really didn't make his presence known until the prison scene. And, uh... I think that scene was actually more focused on uh, the Vulture not disclosing that he knew who Spider-Man was. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. So so you think that, you know, it's kind of like, well, you saved my daughter. You didn't let me die. I'll return the favor and not tell the bad guys your identity. No, I've, I've heard 
everybody else go that way. I'm leaning on he wants to kill him himself. So, all right, that's I just the way it that. struck me. But I can see it the other way around. And, and then do you a solid? And then uh, we get the biggest troll in Marvel history. Loved it. I loved it. It was great. That's funny. It's so funny how we do things that. You actually thought the troll was funny. Oh, I thought it was I, hilarious. The, uh, dude, I had to pee from about 45 <laughs> minutes to the end of that movie. That's even like, better. I love it. 45 minutes before the movie's over, I'm like, I drank too much Coke. I got to pee. <laughs> Screw this. And then like, I get the, the post-credit uh, vulture scene, and I'm like, okay. I pull out my phone. I'm like, just focus on your phone. Just focus on your phone until you hear something other than the music. Look up. Watch the post credit scene and then hit the bathroom. And man, I'm sitting there and I look up to see Captain America trolling the crap out of me. I I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't. Suck it, Trebek. I'm sorry. It was funny. It was funny. Good job, Marvel. You trolled me. I And, you know, oh, such a good movie. I want to go see it again. I want to go see it again right now, but I can't. Absolutely. But. It was It was great. It was absolutely great. Go see it. If anybody, yeah, if anybody listen to this, hopefully they have seen it. Please hit us up on social media. Uh, I'm sure tomorrow Rick or I can start a thread on the uh, page and we can start discussing this and seeing what everybody else has to say about it. Make sure everybody else feels the way we feel about it. This has been awesome, man. I uh, like like we always say uh, for not so southern gentlemen. I'm Sean and I'm Ricky. Later. <laughs>